0: lost zane recordings free view time for my time at uh, 107.3 wbbl this is an interview with bill engvall it was a good time great guy i think he's a great guy well he was in this interview i don't know he might kill puppies for all i know but anyway i enjoyed my time talking to him and i'm giving it to you right now on the free view of the uh, lost zane recordings which are made available twice a week Typically Mondays and Fridays, unless if I forget. And then someone says, hey, dummy, put the uh, Lost Zane recordings out. I'm releasing them in the order that they happened so long ago. We pick it up uh, right now in the month of February of 2017. So if you want to uh, get access to those Lost Zane recordings and all of my other content on Patreon, it's at P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Just 5 or 10 bucks a month gets you a load of content each and every week, hopefully to keep... Uh, You're listening as long as possible. The free podcast I put out, that's upwards of 10 hours a week, plus the additional 15 on the Patreon. There you go. Hopefully, that will get you through a work week. P A T R E O N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Try it out for just one month, five or 10 bucks a month. Five bucks a month is all the audio, 10 bucks a month is all that audio, plus all the video and the live streams. There you go. If you like it and you want to uh, keep it going, you can convert it to a yearly and I'll knock 10% off of the price. There you go. Here you go. It's my interview with Bill Engvall from the Lost Zane Recordings.
1: big is when hulk hogan teamed up with andre the giant the eric zane show in the morning and the huge show in the afternoon only on wbbl hello eric bill engvall. oh my gosh bill engvall how are you buddy good man what's going on
0: we're doing fine man bill engvall is joining us Billangvall.com at bill engvall on twitter you're appearing at uh, DeVos Performance Hall, coming up on Sunday, February 19th. Uh, the audience can get tickets at DeVosPerformanceHall.com. How's the tour? That's always my question for everybody who is a touring comedian or an artist. How's the tour?
1: Well, I've been on tour since 1980, so uh, <laughs> it's still going good.
0: <laughs> does, it ever get, uh, does it ever get to a point where you're like, oh, God, i got to get up and i got to do this again?
1: You know, I've listen. I'm not gonna lie to you. Every job has its downside. Uh, you know, mine is the, the downside of mine is traveling. Uh, but it's you know, it all kind of gets washed away once I get on stage because I have so much fun doing my show and I love mm-hmm. uh, seeing the the audience and the fans and laughing with them. And uh, you know, it's just a good, clean, uh, relatable show. Sure. Talk about politics or religion because you know, hell,
0: you hear about that all damn day. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. If you weren't a comedian, what do you think you would be doing right now?
1: Probably a male dancer. (laughs) Nice, yeah. Uh, No, I don't. Uh, You know what? If I wasn't a comedian, I'd probably be a school teacher.
0: Yeah, that's what I read. I read that that's what you you thought you were going to go into, and then uh, one thing led to another, and the next thing you know, you're doing comedy.
1: The, uh, yeah, it was, well, you know, I feel like teachers are entertainers in their own right, Mm -hmm. you know, because my proof is if you uh, think back over all your school and the teachers that made Learning Fun, you can remember them by name. Uh, So, You know, I just you know it's my show is. I always tell people, I don't want you to think like we're going to see a stand-up comedian because it's more uh, like we're just sitting around your living room and I'm the funny guy doing the talking.
0: Oh yeah, Um, those are the ideal shows. Those are the best shows.
1: Yeah, I think so too, Bud. Uh, You know, it's uh, just it's. I always tell people it's like a ninety-minute conversation that we weave in and out of different subjects.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, And you know what works, and that's yeah, yeah, that's that's it.
1: And the great thing with the live shows, you know, like when I come there, you know, like I have a, an outline of what I want to do. Uh, but with the live show, you never know. I may get some stray thought and we may go off on a tangent. Uh, uh, but like the show I'm bringing up there, we're talking about everything from uh, going through menopause with my wife, mm-hmm. to dancing with the stars, to having a kidney stone, to getting my knee replaced, Uh to the fact that my 81 year old mother has learned how to text, which is the end of the world as yeah. we
0: know it. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 to me, those are the those are the things that are really funny. And you're and you're a clean comic, and I think that that actually uh, gives uh, artists, comedians, more avenues to do great things when they can when they can be creative and funny, and they don't have to swear like an idiot. You know.
1: Well, I agree with you. Uh, you know, listen, uh, I love a good dirty joke as much as the next guy, but. Uh, When I write my show, I try to write it as if my wife was sitting in the show and would I want her to sit there for 90 minutes listening to this? Exactly. Uh, And, uh, you know, I always know I've written a good joke when uh, I see a wife or a husband kind of elbow each other, like, oh, that's you. You know, and, uh, you know, it's like we talk about the fact that uh, all of a sudden out of nowhere, my wife has started snoring, which it's like. (laughs) It's crazy. It's like sleeping with a dude with boobs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: you see, that's perfect. That's awesome. Bill Engvall is our guest. He's at Bill Engvall on Twitter. Our website is BillEngvall.com. He'll be at DeVos Performance Hall Sunday, February 19th. You're going to want to get tickets. Do you still talk to any of the old blue-collar uh, comedy tour comics?
1: Oh yeah, you know, uh listen, we, we you know, we all live in different places so it's kinda hard to get together. But uh yeah, we'll text each other. Every once in a while I'll hear from Larry and uh Jeff and Ron In fact, just it was funny, the other night uh, I flew in from a weekend gig and right in front of me uh was Ron White. So it was like really? we got to catch up and uh Yeah, you know what, dude, I gotta tell you something. I've been so blessed in my career. Uh it's just uh it's one of those things that you look back on and and i was telling my wife if if i quit tomorrow nobody could say ooh you almost made it you know right, and, uh, right. i've i've got to do uh, my own tv show i've been on every, every several sitcoms movies uh in fact i'm in la right now uh with an old michiganer there uh, tim allen i'm shooting an episode of uh, last man standing so.
0: oh that's oh. great yeah he's yeah. he's he's a terrific he's he's one of the best i mean he's yeah, t- a great seriously guy. and uh Just to be able to, I mean, you could do this till the day you die, Uh, as long as you can see and you can write and you can think. Yeah, you don't even have to see. You know, exactly. I mean, my gosh, Uh, just to be able to uh, uh, captivate people with your storytelling is always always fantastic.
1: Well, thank you. Uh, You know, my theory is this. I'm going to keep doing it as long as people keep showing up and I can keep writing new material. Uh, and, and if it ever gets to the point where I'm not having fun, then it'll be time to quit because I don't ever want to do a show where people walk out going, oh, you know, he just kind of walked through yep. that one. Uh, and I think that's what happens to a lot of artists is they don't, they don't know when it's time to call it in. And But I'm still having fun and people mm-hmm. are still showing up. We've got two great shows there. Uh, yep. I'm looking forward to coming back up to Michigan. and uh, It's it's just always fun, too. And, I, you know, listen, at the end of my show, I'm not going to lie to you, at the end of my show, after a great show like we're going to have there, it's just such a great feeling to walk off stage knowing you made somebody laugh, and maybe their day wasn't going too great, but maybe it ended up right with
0: Bill Engvall is our guest. Have you ever had to perform with intense pressure like, uh, boy, I don't know if I'm going to make it, maybe early on in your career when you, oh, when, yeah. you when you uh, felt God, that? Yeah. I mean, I, I can't imagine what it's like to perform with that type. Well, actually, I can. I'm doing it right now, Yeah. Uh, frankly. Well,
1: you know, like, the, listen, the, the thing... I've started doing a podcast uh, called My Two Cents, and I tell you what, I gained a lot of respect for radio guys uh, because, like, when I'm on stage, I know right away whether a joke's good or not, but... When you're doing your podcast or like when you're doing your radio show, you might do the best show you think you can do and you don't know that someone's not in their car going man, eh, that sucks. Right. <laughs> so
0: right. And I I think the uh the one barometer that we have is the instinct of whether or not we are enjoying ourselves in the room. Like if we if we're having a conversation and it's fun, usually it it translates to something is going on within the audience's head, at least for at least for us. And and I think that that's Oh yeah. You know oh,
1: I think you're exactly right, you know listen, if I'm having fun, then I know it's fresh and things are good uh it's uh listen, my whole theory is this is we get enough bad stuff in the all throughout the day. Mm-hmm. My job is to make people laugh and send them home feeling good
0: anything political I mean this is a weird time that we're in right you
1: know, now no, I don't, and I'll tell you why I don't do political or religious stuff because uh no matter how good the joke might be you automatically alienate 50% of your audience. And that's just not my job. You know, listen, I, uh, my ho- my only thing I've ever said about this whole election thing is, we all better hope he does a great job.
0: <laughs> right, right. Because...
1: I don't want to wish this guy any ill will.
0: I hope he does great. Yes, yes. It's like, clear out, let him do his thing, and if it works, yeah. great. If not, well, we'll, we'll <laughs> elect another one. We'll you know? figure it out then. <laughs> Have you ever been performing with your fly open?
1: uh that i can honestly say no i haven't because it's gonna happen uh, yeah. i almost did and uh my wife said you might want to zip up there and i was like oh god you know but you know and the other thing is i'm getting older too so i worry sometimes that i'll just forget <laughs>
0: okay hey uh can you talk about your uh dancing with the stars experience bill engvall you were a finalist on that show dancing with the stars and you can't dance well yeah let me
1: tell you something uh that's one of those things. There's a lot of things you see headed your way in life, and i got to be honest with you, that was not one of them. Uh, you know, it, Listen, I figured out early on in that show what it is. It's a popularity contest. It's mm-hmm. not a dance competition, because if it was, they never would have invited us anyway. But uh, I had more fun. But I will tell you this. I don't think people understand how brutal it is. Uh, Physically. In 13 weeks, I lost 35 pounds, tore my groin, pulled my hamstring, and had that my knee... Rep- Knee replaced at the end of the show. Wow.
0: Jeez, ho- hopefully they paid for that. <laughs> uh, no, are you kidding
1: <laughs> <laughs> Would you do it again, though? If they called me today and said we need you tomorrow, I'd be there. It was that much fun. Wow. How how much?
0: And and it was uh, the weeks that we would see on TV, that's the same amount of time that you had to put into it, or was it.
1: Well, I tell you what, when I finally got eliminated in the finals, uh, I added up my time on that dance floor and I realized I had danced six hours a day, seven days a week for 13 weeks without a day off. Yeah. And I've got to tell you something. When I did that show, I was 57, and 57-year-old men are not designed to dance huh. six hours a day, seven days a
0: wow. week. Wow. 26-year-old men aren't. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, we're
1: designed to dance once a year drunk at a wedding. Right,
0: <laughs> Right to like, uh, yeah, d- dancing to like Shout by the Isley Brothers <laughs> yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. Cool pooling the gang. Yeah. Right, <laughs> of course. Bill Engvall is our guest, at Bill Engvall on Twitter. He's appearing Sunday at DeVos Performance Hall. You can get tickets at DeVosPerformanceHall.com. Jack Osborne was... One of the finalists with you did did Ozzy show up in the crowd for any of those? Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, it was uh, Jack brought in some really heavy hitter. I'm like you know he was there, his dad was there. Uh, one night Stephen Tyler was there. It was like, and I kept thinking Stephen Tyler sitting at Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> what the hell? That was wow. Out. But yeah, Jack and Jack was just a, a great guy. Uh, we had some great people, Leah Rimini and Jack Osborne, and, and these people were on our show. And I just had a, we had a blast together. Was. Uh, and here was the thing that was frightening. I was the oldest guy on the show. Really? <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Oh my gosh! Well, you did very well, and that was uh, and that was cool too. You probably raised a lot for charity at that time. What was the charity oh, yeah. you worked for? Well,
1: it was, you know, that was one of those things. Like I said, I, I actually I was going to turn it down, but my wife said, you know, I think you ought to do this, and uh, I'm glad I did because it was 13 million people a week for 12 weeks.
0: Oh, yeah. That's yeah. big. And you Now, do you notice an uptick in in attendance right away or people going to the oh, website? Yeah.
1: You know what's funny is I think what it did uh, is it opened up an audience that I didn't have before. Uh, and I think the fact that people uh, could see me on Dancing with the Stars and when they come see my show like i said before it's a clean show so you know it sudden, now i opened up a whole new audience yeah and and they're starting to come out now
0: you ever uh, talk with anybody in any of these radio interviews who doesn't like you because you do a clean show
1: um yeah there's a couple of them you know it's a lot of these uh what i call howard stern kind of Mm -hmm. likes. uh you know they want the dirty oh what was going on with you and your partner it's like nothing nothing's going on you know (laughs) it's like uh so yeah, you run into it once in a while you know they just want to hear the yeah. filth and and that's just not my gig to
0: be to be fair though Howard these days is uh is he's pretty, mellowed out yeah it's it. pretty damn thoughtful I mean uh he uh I, and and his uh his popularity is higher than ever because what he had done was he hired a person um to kind of like be a coach and she convinced him. That there's more money to be made if you act like a normal human being, and I and it's well, worked,
1: yeah, I mean, you like listen, there's a niche for everything, um, but I agree with you. Uh, I just you know, I'll give you a great example., uh, like when I was a young comedian, I got passed over for every hBO one night stand. They said I wasn't urban enough, not edgy enough, and here I am doing it thirty five years, and lot of those guys have come and gone. so yeah,
0: they said uh, you weren't urban enough,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the proof is in the pudding, you know, it's like. Listen, I, like I said, I love a good dirty joke as much as the next guy. Yeah. But, uh, you know, when I'm doing my show, you know, I, and I've had, you know, I have 85-year-old women sitting in my show. That, uh, I have 15 to 85 is my demographic. Yeah,
0: they got money. What the yeah, hell,
1: they, man? And, and by the way, I, as I tell young people, they, they had sex. You can talk about whatever you want to yes. do it in a clean way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and,
0: and I think you hit the nail on the head, Bill. The fact that you, if your audience base is 18 to 85, that is an awfully big swimming pool that yeah. has money. So good. I mean, yeah. I, I wish I had 18 to 85. <laughs> Jeez. You probably do. We're open for 18 to 25. Yeah, I was open to 18 to 19. <laughs> I, <was open. laughs> I mean, I I have so we have so few listeners that I know them by name when they call without asking. <laughs> Hey, Jimmy, what's up? <laughs> hey, it's Paul. Hey, Johnny. Hey, Mary. Welcome. Yeah. So, you know, what the what the heck? Bill Engvall, uh, you can check him out Sunday, February 19th at DeVos Performance Hall. Tickets at DeVosPerformanceHall.com. It's a terrific venue. I'm sure you've played there before, but it's a really nice room. Uh, yeah. At Bill Engvall on Twitter. Uh, Bill, best of luck to you, and uh, we'll see you down the road.
1: Thank you, buddy. I'll see you when I hit town. See you, Bill. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: What do you think of him? Good. Yeah, uh, he's, he's a nice guy. Oh, yeah. I, I used to love the blue-collar comedy tour. Yeah. Clean yeah. comedy, I guess, works. Yeah, you have to yeah, do it I, right, though. You know, it's are the only a few guys. Though. There are only a few, and, and he pulls it off, man. But uh, that that is very cool. A lot of people are going to love that show. Bill Angball. That is it, my free view of the Lost Zane recordings. Full show, patreon.com slash Zane. Thanks for the time and listening to this, though. Have a good one. Bye-bye.